When Kwame Dawes was growing up, he would sneak into his older brother's room to listen to records. And that required a little 007 action. When he would set these traps, like throw powder on the floor and stuff like that, so that if you go in there, he will know you were there. But, you know, I'm smarter than him. So I would break into his room and I would, I would um, play all this music. And then, of course, I'll put the powder back and so, so he would never know that was happening. He especially remembers listening to an album by the late Jamaican musician Bob Marley. At the time, Kwame was studying the English poet Gerard Manley Hopkins in school. That record changed the way Dr. Dawes sees the world. Marley's a popular musician. Marley is a, is, is a, is a raster man who, who is denigrated by people, and yet I'm wrestling with the pure poetics of what he was doing. And I think in that moment I realized that there's an aesthetic that is taking shape in this music that is opening a door for me as a writer and as a thinker that felt that I did not have to depend on the legacy of the Hopkins and the European legacy, but there is a kind of indigenized um, legacy that is emerging there that I can feed on. And in many ways, that, that permission and yet the model of, that, of those constructs um, have been, been my source of confidence as a writer uh, since. And, and so wherever I go, reggae music is, is my anchor. This is where I wish I could blast the music of Bob Marley in this podcast. Sadly, I don't have the budget to buy copyrighted music. But if you can, listen to Marley, because he is the soundtrack to the life of Kwame Dawes. Coming up in this episode of Faculty 101, hear how this citizen of the world found his way to Nebraska and how you can learn to love poetry. Okay, you should switch partners now. To be able to inspire young people. Here's your finals. It's really rewarding. I love the students. Welcome to Faculty 101, life hacks and success stories from Nebraska faculty. First up, orientation. Who is Kwame Dawes? He's a poet, an editor, an award winner, a husband and father, and a teacher. So we're going to start with... Um, just wrapping up Miguel Street. Because In his classroom, Kwame Dawes shares the beauty of literature and enjoys watching students discover a life enriched by that beauty. Of course, what does happen by the end of the work is that... He says literature helps exercise our empathy muscle by putting us in someone else's shoes. And the other part of it is to, is that I like to, to challenge, as in, in the world that we live in, to, to, to ask people to go deeper, to ask the next question, to, 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 to think critically about things and not to take anything for granted. When we don't do that, I think we, we fail as citizens. And I think my role as a teacher is to create uh, thoughtful and, and sensitive citizens in, in the world. And, and I think that human aspect of things um, is hugely important for, 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 for our continued sort of civil uh, shaped society. Next up, lab work, a deep dive into research and creative activity. For more than 90 years, the literary magazine Prairie Schooner has published works of fiction, poetry, essays, and reviews. 
Kwame Dawes came to the University of Nebraska-Lincoln in 2011 to take over as Glenna Lushai Editor-in-Chief, named in honor of the former editorial assistant who endowed the journal. Prairie Schooner receives 3,000 submissions a month for its quarterly journal and uses only a small percentage of what is received. People pay attention to what we do. The interesting thing about literary journals is that we are sort of ground zero of contemporary writing. We publish new work, that is, writers have produced their new work for the occasion. And so if you really want to have a sense of where American writing is going, where the experimentation is going, what themes and ideas are occupying people, um, one of the places to look is a literary journal. And one of the things about Prairie Schooner is that we get a chance to select some of the best writers um, and some of the best work that is doing that kind of thing. So we, we do have a, a, a great range of riches to, to select from. Um, and therefore, what we do publish begins to, to, to announce what is going on with new writing in America today. And I think people look to Prairie Schooner for, 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 for a sense of that, for, for, to, to see what is actually happening um, with, with new writing and new ideas in the country. Dr. Dawes has been called the busiest man in literature, and that description makes sense when you look at his body of work. He is the author of numerous fiction and nonfiction books. His book, Bob Marley, Lyrical Genius, is an insightful analysis of the singer-songwriter's lyrics. Dr. Dawes writes plays and essays, edits anthologies, and then there's the poetry, more than 20 volumes, including his recent book titled Nebraska. Much of his work is a solo endeavor, but he also values community and collaboration. I grew up watching my father, who was a, who was a, a writer and a teacher, um, who then ended up spending a lot of time as, a, as an administrator in, 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 in Jamaica um, and a facilitator. Uh, I've, I grew up watching him edit people's work, have conversations with writers, be seen as somebody that opens doors for them and so on. And then I grew up with a mother who was a social worker for many years and also drew people to her and was in the helping thing, sort of working with people and so on. Um, and I, I think that that has just become a part of the way that I see the world. So I've spent a lot of my time, as much as I've spent doing my own work, but also feeling that um, working with other people is important. One effort Dr. Dawes is passionate about is the African Poetry Book Fund. He established the organization to discover, promote, and publish works of African poetry. It's a work in progress, one he routinely champions, with everyone from UNL Chancellor Ronnie Green to the University of Nebraska system president. I have a blueprint of exactly what I would like to see happen next. And, and I'll harass Ronnie Green and the new president and my dean. Get on, get, in, get with the program, guys. We can make this thing really happen. So I got, I got lots of things to get done. Um, but, but those things that we've done, I'm happy about. But I do think that we, and, and these, are not to, these are not things that just satisfy me, but they benefit us as an institution. They really, really do. It's time for office hours. How did Kwame Dawes get here? Through much of his life, Kwame Dawes has had a foot in more than one world. His father was born in Nigeria to Jamaican parents. Kwame was born in Ghana and moved to Jamaica when he was 10. 
Wherever he was, he always felt a sense of being away and home at the same time. He felt at home in Ghana and yet became fully immersed in Jamaica. And that was transformative and, and therefore learning about its history, the music and all of these things um, were hugely in, important in shaping me so that by the time I finally would leave Jamaica uh, to study in Canada, I was in my mid to late 20s, so I was fully ensconced as a, as, 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 as a Jamaican. But of course, with the all constant knowledge that my home is Ghana, my grandparents, my aunts, my, my cousins, and so on and so forth, all are in Ghana, we would return there as well. So, so I've always carried that, that sense of being here and not here. Um, and I, th I think it's, a, it's, it's convenient for a writer to have that. As a young man, Kwame's professional goals varied from being an artist, playing cricket, becoming a lawyer. One college class that didn't go well almost derailed his plans to be a writer until friends asked him to write a play for a contest. So I, I just, as a whim, I just wrote this thing over the weekend. So they took the play and staged it. And this play won this contest. And I got to see it and so on. And then I thought, well, there you go. So now I'm a playwright. And then I started writing plays and I started to do theater work and I really got serious about that. Playwright, teacher, novelist, broadcaster, artist, poet, Dr. Dawes finds expression in work that can't be confined. Coming to Nebraska provided other opportunities and the kind of push and pull that has shaped his life. The fact is, I know I've been involved as an American writer and as an American person in, in this space long enough to know that to be editor of a journal like Prairie Schooner as a black person it, it would be a massive shift in, in America. I mean, they, they, maybe to this day, there I think maybe two or three of us uh, who edit a major, uh, major literary journal in this country. And there are a lot of literary journals in this country. So, so I, didn't, I thought this was a great um, opportunity, a great chance to do that. And, and of course, there was a pull. So there was an interest in, 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 in recognition of what I could bring to, to this space. In Nebraska, Dr. Dawes has adapted to the space and the space has adapted to him. Lincoln is home for Kwame and his family. His wife, Lorna, is an associate professor with university libraries. Their three children are UNL graduates. He's also left his mark on campus by helping advance diversity. For example, he led the search committee effort to hire Marco Barker, UNL's first vice chancellor for diversity and inclusion. I've never seen diversity as anything but enriching the excellence of an institution. Um, I think we are embarked on a very deep sort of intellectual exercise about who we are and what it means. And I think that's a broad American question of, 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 of how we understand who we are, how we understand what, what, what it means to be a, a sort of a world, a global space, um, and yet how that affects um, our, our, you know, our present moment and so on. Um, but, but, but I've seen progress, and, and times I've thought slow, but then I've seen some rapid changes that have happened. Um, and, and above all, I think uh, my, my general attitude is, um, is, is just vigilance and, um, and, and, and enjoying and, and sort of celebrating when things seem to be going in the right direction. Now it's time for a pop quiz. Random questions, life hacks, and wisdom for all of us.
Here in Nebraska, we've just made it through the darkest days of winter. But one of the factors Kwame Dawes enjoys about his adopted state is... There's good light. Even in the winter, you get these deceptively sunny days. <laughs> you walk out and go, what is that about? <laughs> it's a kind of duplicitous weather here. There's all this great light. Um, but but, but the, the expanse of light and the generosity of light um, has been hugely important uh, for me. His advice on reading poetry? Think about your obsession and Google poems about it. If somebody says, you know, what should I read? And so I say, well, what are you obsessed about? What, what interests you? If you say you're interested in sports, then I can name some, some poets who've written really well about sports. And I guarantee you, you're going to like the stuff. Because you understand. Because half the reason why we struggle with poetry is that we don't know what the illusions are that the writer is making because they are not part of our... Th that's not our culture. Dr. Dawes walks almost every day and listens to audiobooks. I believe I owed roughly... He also has plenty of suggestions for what to stream on Netflix. I do Hulu, I do Netflix, I do HBO, I do, you know, Acorn TV. I, I watch a lot of movies and, and, and series because I think this is the golden age of... of of writing for, for, for the screen, um, and it's very exciting. And I, and I also follow, I have, you know, N, NBA TV, so I follow sports and so on. So yes, I think I find satisfaction in being indulged by those sort of escape things uh, and good food. Uh, if, if food is good, then um, I, I, can be, I can be happy. His favorite NBA team? Right now, of course, I'm, I'm hoping the Lakers, because I've, I've followed LeBron for a while, and it would be great if LeBron does, you know, does it again. I think, and then he can retire, and it all would be great. Uh, but, you know, the Bucks, I, I'm kind of like this Antetokounmpo, Antetokounmpo, like, I like this dude. Like, he's, you know, quite impressive and quite interesting. Uh, I don't like the Celtics, never did, don't want them to lose. They can lose for all I care. I like the people in the Celtics, but I'm not, like, a fan. Um... And, yeah, I think I'll stop there because then I'll start insulting all kinds of people. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind insulting Boston. <laughs> and now, graduation day. Final thoughts from Kwame Dawes. At every turn, Dr. Dawes finds inspiration from the Bible or from Bob Marley. Marley's reggae, coupled with Kwame's Christian faith, provide the answers for any situation. Even somebody, the old Convergent Paul's kind of, you know, with that, with the help which I've received, the same help, will I help you? I love that construction that as I get help, I'll help you. That's, a, that's, a, that's from the book of Corinthians. Uh, and so that draws me. But Mali, Mali always, like people are messing with me. Uh, you know, there are, there are many Mali lyrics that are perfect for that. Like, you know, you know, me no no oh me and them I go work it out. Means that I don't know how we're going to work it out, but someone will have to pay. <laughs> this is a lyric. I can quote Mali at any turn, right? Because he's always talking about struggle and the movement out of it and so on. So there, there are many, many quotes that I, that I, that I come back to. And always reggae playing in the background. That's it for Faculty 101. 
in the show notes a link to Kwame Da's website where you can learn more about his books and other projects. Faculty 101 is produced by the University of Nebraska-Lincoln. 